What's up? How y'all doing? Jesus Christ. What time is it? What the, what the day is? All of that. We moving forward in, uh, in November rapidly. And one of the things that we need to take into consideration is that on this fourth day of November, we got a few days, uh, we got a few days in order to put the hammer down. All right, so who am I? You know who I am. I'm Radical Mike. This is the What's Up with Radical Mike show. What's Up is an acronym for with history, America's true self unfolds painfully, and all we do is expose the pain and the bullshit. You already know. All right, so this particular show, because of the fact that you know we're dealing with ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery, and the hijacking. It appears, it appears that there are those that want to hijack the ADOS movement. It apparently, apparently, there are people out there that want to all of a sudden, oh yeah, 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 I was about reparation. Oh yeah, 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 I sure was. We're gonna throw some uh, music in the background. Add a little flavor. But anyway, check it out. ADOS leadership. Yvette Cornell with Breaking Brown. And Antonio Moore. Tone Talks. Professor Garrity. Garrity, what's his name? A couple of others have been influential in in bringing this argument to the attention of not only the politicians but the American people. The American people are kind of falling a little slack on it because the American people, our people have been conditioned to think that we can't get anything, nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to get better, although things have kind of incrementally gotten a little bit different but not better. And just to go to show you how how they try to how they try to trick us. You see in the news in Oklahoma they said they are gonna release four hundred and some nonviolent individuals because of overcrowded prisons and they created the over Crowded prison. They created overcrowded prison, but now the overcrowded prisons is becoming a burden on the system. So now what you're saying is you're going to release the people that you shouldn't have arrested in the first place. You already ruined people's lives, and now you're going to. Oh, okay. So now you're going to give the illusion of helping when you're putting people back into the society that are ill-equipped, possibly, in an economy that is already overrun by cheap labor. You have to have skills in this country right now in order to 
make a living, make a hustle. You need a skill. You need to be a mechanic. You need to be a uh, carpenter. You need to be a welder. You need to be an electrician. If you want to be, if you want to have a fighting chance, because what you have to do is you have to go straight to the consumer. You got to be an entrepreneur. You got to go straight to the consumer. You can't go to a job and expect the job to break you off like a pimp and stuff for your whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? That's just not happening. ADOS in the building, Arizona, President, Southwest Region, ADOS, get with me. If you're ADOS and you're in the area, get with me. That's right. Radical Mike. What's up with the Radical Mike show? Presented to you by PhoenixStreetNews.com The Valley's fastest growing entertainment directory that caters to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, other entertainment venues and provides quality digital advertising for small businesses just like yours in the Phoenix metropolitan area and Las Vegas, Nevada. That is PhoenixStreetNews.com. This program is also brought to you by Cloud9 Vodka. Cloud9 Vodka, made by a black man right here in Arizona. Is the fire, is the best, is the best vodka in the land. Hands down, I'm sipping on some right now. Cloud9 Vodka. Ask for it. And if you're in the California, LA area, it is under wild fire. It is a wildfire brand in California, but it's the same alcohol, same liquor. It is fire, no doubt about it. So uh, get you some of that if you're in Cali, if you're in Phoenix, you want to look for Cloud Nine, no doubt about it. Cloud Nine Vodka. We represent it, and it tastes good. All right. Uh, one of the things that we have to be have perfectly clear here in this age of Trump is that we have the Byron Allen, we have the Byron Allen case, the first initial civil rights case, 1866, 1868, where is it? Civil rights law. And Byron Allen is facing Comcast. The giant. This is like David and Goliath. And we got the deck stacked with racist Trump and the DOJ. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do as citizens? What are you going to do? To make a difference, it is time for you to stand up. It is time for you to make a stand. It is time for you to be politically active. It is time for you to call your local representative. It's time for you to call NAACP office and branch in your in your area, the Urban League in your area. Call, email the Congressional Black Caucus. Do you realize 
that the majority of the Congressional Black Caucus has not signed off on the Byron Allen case that's getting ready to come before the Supreme Court in a week? Can you believe that? How is that possible? How is how is it that the Congressional Black Caucus is not 100% behind Byron Allen? How is it that our black political organizations are not black enough to support black people ADOS when it's time to support black ADOS. I am having a a serious problem with that. I really am. I'm having a serious problem with that. I don't understand how I don't understand how we get here. I don't understand how I don't understand how all black political organizations aren't in the streets making noise about this particular case. I'm having problems understanding how we are here and we got black people, black organizations call themselves black organizations. And that's what they are. They just black organizations. They're not ADOS organization. Cause nobody knows what the hell black is. Nobody knows what the hell black means. Like, what is that anyway? It's a black organization. What the hell does that mean? What does it do something specifically for black people? When? Where? What what? They got a particular agenda? And stuff for black people for getting black business done. What's up? What's up? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how y'all do that. Trying to figure out we must be missing something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't own the rights to this music either. What? Yeah. That's what's going down. Radical Mike Midday Clowning ADOS Yeah we here We need that check It's a multi-generational check And for all those people That's like trying to get involved in the check Like oh I'm black No it's not uh, It's not black people It's not eight. Reparation is not for black people Oh my god ADOS American Descendants of Slavery and if your folks just got here after the 60s sit on the sideline and cheer for us be an ally cause you're acting like an adversary right now you're trying to get all up in our ADOS business cause you wanna cut oh no 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 that ain't the way this that ain't the way this work that that's that ain't the way this work. Gucci. Player, player. This ain't the way that shit work. Show is brought to you by PhoenixStreetNews.com. Come on now. Go to the website. Subscribe. And hit the donate button. 
Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. It's the show. Radical Mike. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. I'm higher than the in cost of living. Just trying to stay away from hoes like like Robin Gibbons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Trying to stay away from hoes like Robin Gibbons. Gucci. She catch the right trick in my spot. Yeah. What's going down? It's the podcast. Radical Mike. Uh-huh. ADOS. So all of a sudden, everybody want to throw in a deal. Oh, we want to get some ADOS. We want to get some... Uh, uh, um, uh, reparation? Uh, no, 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 no. Now, we got to get ours. And then from wherever you from, you can get yours. I don't know where you came from. Wherever you came from, that's where you came from. Well, we came from here. That's right. And we need, we need our reparation check for real. We're not playing right now. So for those that think it's not going down, and if people, for those that think that our civil rights are not under attack, just look at the Byron Allen case. You need to be out in the street for Byron and for social justice, our justice, you need to not be silent right now, black people. ADOS people, you don't need to be silent right now. You need to be making noise all over social media. You need to be making noise. You need to be hashtag ADOS. You need to be making noise. The, the tribe is gathering right now. It is time. If there has not been a better time, the time is now. Everything's about timing. That's the real. I just thought I had to throw that in there real quick and stuff, let y'all know what's going down and stuff because right now it's critical. The Byron Allen case is 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 pivotal. It's pivotal in our future. Let's let's stay alert, let's stay focused. Let's get on this. I need social media to be on fire right now about this Byron Allen case, about reparation, about claiming your ADOS tribe. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streaming live. That's real. So what's up with Radical Mike Show? What's up is an acronym for With History, America's True Self Unfolds Painfully. Let it unfold. Let's peel away the scab and stuff and look at the nasty and ugliness as it is. Let's ride, y'all. ADOS in the building.
What's up? Y'all know we got to continue this for a couple minutes, right? All right. This is Byron Allen. This is about Byron Allen, and it's about our civil rights. It's about our, our reparation, our reparation payment, and our our future. Byron Allen is standing in the middle, in between us, our success, or our demise. Right now at this point, all of you, all of you need to be calling your congressmen, your state representatives, your local representatives, and ask where they stand on this monumental Supreme Court hearing that is coming up. I think it's like the uh, 13th or 11th or something of November. It's coming up like right away. As a proud member of the ADOS family, Byron Allen has made major achievements, is considered the richest black man in America, ADOS black man in America. He needs your support right now. Hands down, no questions asked, make it happen. Call, make phone calls, send email, texts, whatever you can do. Get out in the street, organize in your neighborhood. This is Radical Mike. What's up with Radical Mike show? This is just a little uh, uh, public service announcement. It is time to be active. It is time to be vocal. It is time to be instrumental in change, instrumental in our future. It is What's Up with Radical Mike Show. I appreciate everything that y'all do. I need you to follow. I need you to uh, uh, support. I need you to uh, uh, go to our website, finneystreetnews.com, subscribe, and and hit the uh, donate button. I need for you to share this video. I need for you to share this podcast with at least three friends. That's going to make it four of y'all. This program is brought to you by Cloud9 Vodka, made by a black man right here in Arizona. Drink it. You drink vodka, drink it. All right, so uh, that's where it's going down. What's up with Radical Mike Show? Byron Allen, support Byron 100%. He needs your support right now. Thank you. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's up? Y'all know we got to continue this for a couple minutes, right? All right. This is Byron Allen. This is about Byron Allen. And it's about our civil rights. It's about our our reparation, our reparation payment, and our, 
our future. Byron Allen is standing in the middle, in between us, our success, or our demise. Right now, at this point, all of you, all of you need to be calling your congressmen, your state representatives, your local representatives, and ask where they stand on this monumental Supreme Court hearing that is coming up. I think it's like the uh, 13th or 11th or something of November. It's coming up like right away. As a proud member of the ADOS family, Byron Allen has made major achievements, is considered the richest black man in America, ADOS black man in America. He needs your support right now. Hands down, no questions asked, make it happen. Call, make phone calls, send email, texts, whatever you can do. Get out in the street, organize in your neighborhood. This is Radical Mike. What's up, Radical Mike show? This is just a little uh, uh, public service announcement. It is time to be active. It is time to be vocal. It is time to be instrumental in change, instrumental in our future. It is What's Up with Radical Mike Show. I appreciate everything that y'all do. I need you to follow. I need you to uh, uh, support. I need you to uh, uh, go to our website, phoenixstreetnews.com, subscribe, and and hit the uh, donate button. I need for you to share this video. I need for you to share this podcast with at least three friends. That's going to make it four of y'all. This program is brought to you by Cloud9 Vodka, made by a black man right here in Arizona. Drink it. You drink vodka, drink it. All right, so uh, that's where it's going down. What's up with Radical Mike Show? Byron Allen, support Byron 100%. He needs your support right now. Thank you. What's up? How y'all doing? Jesus Christ. What time is it? What the, what the day is? All of that. We moving forward in, uh, in November rapidly. And one of the things that we need to take into consideration is that on this fourth day of November, we got a few days, uh, we got a few days in order to put the hammer down. All right, so who am I? You know who I am. I'm Radical Mike. This is the What's Up with Radical Mike show. What's Up is an acronym for with history, America's true self unfolds painfully, and all we do is expose the pain and the bullshit. You already know. All right, so this particular show, because of the fact that you know we're dealing with ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery, and... The hijacking. It appears. It appears that there are those that want to hijack 
the ADOS movement. It apparently, apparently, there are people out there that want to all of a sudden, oh yeah, 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 I was about reparation. Oh yeah, 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 I sure was. We're gonna throw some uh, music in the background. Add a little flavor. But anyway, check it out. ADOS leadership. Yvette Cornell with Breaking Brown. And Antonio Moore. Tone Talks. Professor Garrity. Garrity, what's his name? A couple of others have been influential in in bringing this argument to the attention of not only the politicians but the American people. The American people are kind of falling a little slack on it because the American people, our people have been conditioned to think that we can't get anything, nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to get better, although things have kind of incrementally gotten a little bit different but not better. And just to go to show you how how they try to how they try to trick us. You see in the news in Oklahoma they said they are gonna release four hundred and some nonviolent individuals because of overcrowded prisons and they created the overcrowded prison. They created overcrowded prison. But now the overcrowded prisons is becoming a burden on the system. So now what you're saying is you're going to release the people that you shouldn't have arrested in the first place. You already ruined people's lives and now you're going to... Oh, okay. So now you're going to give the illusion of helping when you're putting people back into the society that are ill-equipped, possibly, in in an economy that is already overrun by cheap labor. You have to have skills in this country right now in order to make a living make a hustle. You need a skill. You need to be a mechanic. You need to be a uh, carpenter. You need to be a welder. You need to be an electrician. If you want to be, if you want to have a fighting chance, because what you have to do is you have to go straight to the consumer. You got to be an entrepreneur. You got to go straight to the consumer. You can't go to a job and expect a job to break you off like a pimp and stuff for your whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? That's just not happening. ADOS in the building, Arizona, President, Southwest Region, ADOS, get with me. If you're ADOS and you're in the area, get with me. That's right, Radical Mike. What's up with the Radical Mike show? Presented to you by PhoenixStreetNews.com The Valley's fastest growing entertainment directory 
that caters to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, other entertainment venues, and provides quality digital advertising for small businesses just like yours in the Phoenix metropolitan area and Las Vegas, Nevada. That is phoenixstreetnews.com. This program is also brought to you by Cloud9 Vodka. Cloud9 Vodka, made by a black man right here in Arizona. Is the fire, is the best, is the best vodka in the land. Hands down, I'm sipping on some right now. Cloud9 Vodka. Ask for it. And if you're in the California, L.A. area, it is under wild fire. It is a wildfire brand in California, but it's the same alcohol, same liquor. It is fire, no doubt about it. So uh, get you some of that if you're in Cali, if you're in Phoenix, you want to look for Cloud Nine, no doubt about it. Cloud Nine Vodka, we represent it, and it tastes good. All right. Uh, one of the things that we have to be have perfectly clear here in this age of Trump is that we have the Byron Allen, we have the Byron Allen case, the first initial civil rights case, 1866, 1868, where is it? Civil rights law. And Byron Allen is facing Comcast. The giant. This is like David and Goliath. And we got the deck stacked with racist Trump and the DOJ. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do as citizens? What are you going to do to make a difference? It is time for you to stand up. It is time for you to make a stand. It is time for you to be politically active. It is time for you to call your local representative. It's time for you to call NAACP office and branch in your in your area, the Urban League in your area. Call, email the Congressional Black Caucus. Do you realize that the majority of the Congressional Black Caucus has not signed off on the Byron Allen case? It's getting ready to come before the Supreme Court in a week. Can you believe that? How is that possible? How is how is it that the Congressional Black Caucus is not 100% behind Byron Allen. How is it that our black political organizations are not black enough to support black people ADOS when it's time to support black ADOS. I am having a, a serious problem with that. I really am. I'm having a serious problem with that. I don't understand how I don't understand how we get here. 
I don't understand how I don't understand how all black political organizations aren't in the streets making noise about this particular case. I'm having problems understanding how we are here and we got black people, black organizations call themselves black organizations. And that's what they are. They just black organizations. They're not ADOS organization. Cause nobody knows what the hell black is. Nobody knows what the hell black means. Like, what is that anyway? It's a black organization. What the hell does that mean? What does it do something specifically for black people? When? Where? What what? They got a particular agenda and stuff for black people for getting black business done? What's up? What's up? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how y'all do that. Trying to figure out we must be missing something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't own the rights to this music either. What? Yeah. That's what's going down. It's radical, Mike. Midday. Clowning. ADOS. Yeah, we here. We need that check. That's a multi-generational check. And for all those people that's like trying to get involved in the check, like, oh, I'm black. No, it's not. Uh, it's not black people. It's not eight. Reparation is not for black people. Oh my God, it's an ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery. And if your folks just got here after the '60s, sit on the sideline and cheer for us. Be an ally, cause you're acting like an adversary right now. You're trying to get all up in our ADOS business, cause you want to cut. Oh no, 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 no. That ain't the way this. That ain't the way this work. That that's, that ain't the way this work. Gucci, player, player. This ain't the way that shit work. Show is brought to you by PhoenixStreetNews.com. Come on now. Go to the website. Subscribe. And hit the donate button. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. It's the show. Radical Mike. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. I'm higher than the, the cost of living. Just trying to stay away from hoes like like Robin Gibbons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Trying to stay away from hoes like Robin Gibbons. Gucci. She catch the right trick in my spot. Yeah. What's going down? It's the podcast. 
Radical Mike. Uh-huh. ADOS. So all of a sudden, everybody want to throw in a deal. Oh, we want to get some ADOS. We want to get some uh, uh, um, uh, reparation. Uh, no, 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 no. Now, we got to get ours. And then from wherever you from, you can get yours. I don't know where you came from. Wherever you came from, that's where you came from. Well, we came from here. That's right. And we need we need our reparation check for real. We're not playing right now. So for those that think it's not going down, and if people, for those that think that our civil rights are not under attack, just look at the Byron Allen case. You need to be out in the street for... Byron and for social justice, our justice. You need to not be silent right now, black people, ADOS people. You don't need to be silent right now. You need to be making noise all over social media. You need to be making noise. You need to be hashtag ADOS. You need to be making noise. The, the tribe is gathering right now. It is time. If there has not been a better time, the time is now. Everything is about timing. That's the real. I just thought I had to throw that in there real quick and stuff, let y'all know what's going down and stuff because right now it's critical. The Byron Allen case is 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 pivotal. It's pivotal. In our future, let's let's stay alert. Let's stay focused. Let's get on this. I need social media to be on fire right now about this Byron Allen case, about reparation, about claiming your ADOS tribe. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streaming live. That's real. So what's up with Radical Mike Show? What's up is an acronym for With History, America's True Self Unfolds Painfully. Let it unfold. Let's peel away the scab and stuff and look at the nasty and ugliness as it is. Let's ride, y'all. ADOS in the building. What's up? Y'all know we got to continue this for a couple of minutes, right? All right. This is Byron Allen. This is about Byron Allen, and it's about our civil rights. It's about our, our reparation, our reparation payment, and our our future. Byron Allen is standing in the middle, in between us, our success, or our demise. 
right now at this point, all of you, all of you need to be calling your congressmen, your state representatives, your local representatives, and ask where they stand on this monumental Supreme Court hearing that is coming up. I think it's like the uh, 13th or 11th or something of November. It's coming up like right away. As a proud member of the ADOS family, Byron Allen has made major achievements, is considered the richest black man in America, ADOS black man in America. He needs your support right now. Hands down, no questions asked, make it happen. Call, make phone calls, send email, texts, whatever you can do. Get out in the street, organize in your neighborhood. This is Radical Mike. What's up with Radical Mike show? This is just a little uh, uh, public service announcement. It is time to be active. It is time to be vocal. It is time to be instrumental in change, instrumental in our future. It is What's Up with Radical Mike show. I appreciate everything that y'all do. I need you to follow. I need you to uh, uh, support. I need you to uh, uh, go to our website, finishstreetnews.com, subscribe, and, and hit the uh, donate button. I need for you to share this video. I need for you to share this podcast with at least three friends. That's going to make it four of y'all. This program is brought to you by Cloud9 Vodka, made by a black man right here in Arizona. Drink it. You drink vodka, drink it. All right, so uh, that's where it's going down. What's up with Radical Mike Show? Byron Allen, support Byron 100%. He needs your support right now. Thank you. Check one, two, and three. That's right. It's a What's Up with Radical Mike show. What's up? What's up is an acronym for With History, America's True Self Unfolds Painfully. This show, you should already know, is ADOS, hashtag ADOS, Reparation for Slavery, The Conference, and The Beginning of the revolution. ADOS conference October 4th and 5th is here right now. You don't want to miss it. Catch it streaming. Coming out of Louisville, Kentucky. You, if you're not there, catch it streaming somewhere from a fellow ADOS minded American. Like I said, that is in Louisville, Kentucky at Simmons College with Yvette Cornell Antonio Moore, 
Breaking Brown and Tone Talks. Leading the charge. And if you are not about ADOS, reparation for slavery, I'm not sure how black you are. Not really. I'm really not sure how black you are. <clears throat> the ADOS conference uh, will showcase not only Yvette Cornell and Antonio Moore, but Dr. Cornell West, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Williamson, the uh, lady that's Democratic nominee for president. And a number of other speakers. <clears throat> but make sure no matter what you do, you catch this show. It is going to be very important and it is going to lay down the law. As to how we are going to proceed from here as... American descendants of slavery in the land that we built, in the country that we built. Where and how we move forward <clears throat> from here. Now, uh, that is going to be discussed also at the ADOS conference, where we're going to go from here with reparation and how we prepare <clears throat> for reparation. You notice I didn't say with or without reparation. Because there is no without reparation. Do I think I may have to repeat that. There is no without reparation. It's reparation or die. Do you want to die? I'm thinking that you don't have a problem with death because you're killing each other every day and making a song about it. <clears throat> I'm trying to realize and rationalize what kind of fool would do something like that? I'm trying to rationalize and and, and come to a a uh, intelligent conclusion as to how you would be in that state of mind. How that's how how you how you how do you get there? That's not normal. So I got to figure something abnormal, <clears throat> something abnormal must have happened to you to put you in this abnormal state of mind. Bringing me back to why we're here and how we became ADOS, American Descendants of Slavery. Through that long middle passage and through the Caribbeans 
And here we are. Tattered, torn, 200 plus years of raw slavery, Jim Crow, convict leasing, mass incarceration, redlining. You name it, they have figured out a way to do it. They have figured out a way to start every generation of black people, ADOS people, at square one. Your parents live and they die and you start at square one. You grow up, you live, and you die, and your kids start at square one because you can't accumulate any wealth from the bottom where you've been conveniently placed forever and a day. And at some point, you got to say, well, like, wow. You got to sound like you're back in the 50s or something like, wow, man, that's a bummer. Yeah, that is, it is, it is. That's kind of fucked up, as they would say in modern day. They wouldn't cover it up any kind of way with no kind of metaphor. They hit you with the raw ass truth like, you know what, that's so fucked up. And now that we know that that's so fucked up and we know that how we got here, is not of our own accord. It's not because we did something stupid. It's because somebody did something stupid to us. And there's a cost attached to that. And we're going to need that check and some more shit. Go to the website, ados101.com. Be informed. Hashtag reparation 2020. And we will not have any people of color at the last minute after this ADOS conference. We will not have people of color trying to jump on board the friendship train. Nah, you know we're not having that. If you wasn't on board... You're not on board. Bernie's got medical issues. Biden, oh my God. Dumb as a box of rocks. Oh my God. Y'all got y'all got a mess. It's a wreck. It's just a train wreck for what you got to choose from. And what I'm thinking. <clears throat> At the end of the day, and I'm just thinking out loud, as I often do. I'm just thinking out loud and I'm figuring, you know what? Somebody would say, Radical Mike, what? I'm thinking, guess who is going to be the nominee for the Democrats? I'm thinking, 
I'm just thinking out loud, kind of sort of, that it's going to be EW. It's going to be EW. That's right. It's going to be the old chick. Elizabeth Warren. That's right. And I'm thinking if she was smart, she'd play y'all real hard. She wouldn't give y'all a break. She'd be like, chicks rule. And Williamson is going to be my VP. And leave Corey and and uh, Kamala. Because and, she picked Kamala. Because she wanted to try to have it some color. It color, color. A color team. Uh, we're not playing that. We're not really playing that. Camilla's already showed her hand. We already know who she is. And uh, she's not going anywhere with us. And stuff. And we're not going anywhere with her. And that's a wrap. And like I said, Bernie. Bernie got medical issues already. So, uh, you know. Yeah, no. So we're not going with Bernie. Yeah, no, name is Bernie. <coughs> no, Bernie. No, Bernie. No, no. And and Camilla and, and Corey. <coughs> I don't know if Corey has a clue of what's going on. Then we got the people like people with names like Budachig and and some other dude and some other weird people. And I'm like, fuck no. None of y'all. None of y'all. Get out of here. Just stop it. Just stop it. Everybody all of a sudden has got a bright idea of how they want to run America because the Don Juan is down for the count. And he appears to be very freaking vulnerable right now. And he's stupid anyway. And he's a liar. And who in their right mind would vote for a politician that is, in fact, a, a registered liar. Just a I don't care ass liar. I colluded with the Russians, so what? Conspired against the United States. I got to, I owe them some shit, but they get it later. They know I'm gonna be in office another term. So, uh, shit. These white folks gonna prop me up. That shit's so crazy. I mean, you know, you got to be pretty. You got to be pretty much out of your damn mind to follow a Trump. You really do. I mean, you got to be the dumbest of dumbest of misled people on the planet. You just got to be. It's just. There's just no way you can not be ridiculously retarded and you're uh, because you're following the Trumpster. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> and from the things, boy, whoa, my God, other than the fact he's being impeached and stuff, and he's like, oh, man, a mad dog right now. But the fact of the matter is is that he's asked for impeachment. He could have just laid low, 
not open his mouth, not did some dumb shit. And he could have probably just slid by. But because he's so arrogant, he's so dumb and arrogant, well, he thinks a lot of the shit that he's been doing is cool. When in fact, it hasn't been. Nothing has been. Nothing that the Trumpster has uh, touched has been. Uh, 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 uh. So I mean, you know, so it's just really uh, uh weird that <clears throat> that we have people that are that are following the Trumpster and 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 making an argument, making an one of the one of the talk show hosts tonight. Wow, my God, it was so funny when a talk show host says something to the effect that. They got a lot of evidence on him. I mean, and, but the evidence is made up evidence. What? No, they got a lot of evidence on him because he's a liar and he's a traitor and he needs to go to prison is what he needs to do. That's simple as that. He's a liar. He's a traitor. And he needs to go to prison for all of the things that he done. And this last thing was just, I mean, it was just the, 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 the shit. Hold on. Okay, 15 minutes in. Oh, flag added right there. All right, and I don't know what that means, but we have a little pause right here. And at this point, what I'm going to do is... I'm going to play you guys, uh, uh, I'm going to throw in some uh, music into the podcast. How about that shit? See how this goes over. I don't know if I can do that or not. I'm going to try it. Oh, I'm trying to throw my password into the computer. I had to restart it because I was going to do this podcast on there, but I'm going to restart it. So I was restarting the computer in the process and hoping that it would like spark up fast enough and in the process of his speedy spark I would uh in fact be able to play black star music in the background right here at this uh uh juncture and stuff you feel me fam yeah 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 you feel me, fam? Alright, so let's uh let's see how this is gonna play out. For your listening enjoyment. And uh <clears throat> coming up October twenty fifth, I need to go and talk to the club owner tomorrow. That is right, I need to be at the club early tomorrow. And uh, spoke to the owner and get that spread away. So we got Black Star uh, coming to Paz Cantina, Phoenix, Arizona. Presented by Paz Cantina in conjunction with PhoenixStreetNews.com. Uh, Amina, African Market. Cloud Nine Vodka. Cloud Nine Vodka. 
Reynolds Electric. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Black Star. See that? That's that Black Star music right there. We got some more coming. We got some more coming. We got a couple more songs. We got a couple more songs. We can do this right here. Black Star. That's right. Come on now. Yeah. Check it out. Catalina, come on, man. Oh, I've been looking. Catalina Yeah You rockin' with Radical Mike For real though Come on That's right 
Yeah. Have you seen her? Body be a killer. Like a baller. Oh, she the only one. That too. the kids Daniel show press room November 23rd Phoenix Arizona kids Daniel all the way from Nigeria for real though Somebody, oh yes, it's a killer. Come on, Radical Mike. What's up, Radical Mike? Show, oh, come on now. ADOS conference happening this weekend. The revolution has begun. Ain't no stopping now. Oh, it's real. Come on, get with me now. Reparation. ADOS, the tribe, the identity, ADOS, we here, and you know we need that check, Martin Luther King said, he come back insufficient funds, but like, nah, we need some cash, up front, locationism, mm-hmm, zero. Black Stock Entertainment presents What? Location-ism Oh yeah Come on, they ain't ready Y'all ready? Get it Uh-huh Say what? Come on. Since it's an all-star band, you a side show. Hey, Like scientific said, we need to wake up. Like scientific said, we wake up. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now, Blackstar Music, ADOS Conference, Louisville, Kentucky, 4th and 5th. Come on. Hello, we show what? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Black Star Music. Say right. Come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Star. Ooh. Let's get it. That's what I'm talking about. Black Star Music coming to Phoenix, Arizona. That's right, October 25th, Boss Cantina, phoenixstreetnews.com. We're trying to lock that date in. Y'all put it in your calendar, pencil it in. Black Star Entertainment, also hip-hop, 6th Annual Festival, downtown Phoenix. You got to be on that one, too. And Kids Daniel, November 23rd. Press Room, Phoenix, Arizona. Catch that one. Black Star will be on stage. All right, for sure, for sure, for sure. Let's uh, uh, remind you and continue to remind you. That's why I said this is going to be a short show. Take about 30 minutes and it's going to be all good. But I just want to, like, roll y'all through with the uh, ADOS conference, October 4th and 5th. Be there. Check for the links. It will be streaming. That's for real. Check for the links. Check for the links. Nine ninety nine. Get the links. All for the calls. For real. This is what's up with Radical Mike bringing you this ADOS message. ADOS Phoenix. Yeah, your prayers and coordinator. ADOS Phoenix, Arizona. Holler at me if you in Phoenix. You ADOS. You following Breaking Brown. You all down with the movement and the program. You need to get with me. That's for real. ADOS, Phoenix, Arizona. PhoenixStreetNews.com. The Valley's fastest growing entertainment 
directory that caters to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, and other entertainment venues providing quality digital advertising for businesses, small businesses, just like yours. Till next time, it gotta go. All right, three, two, one. Here we go. All right, so look. You know, we had that first, first part of the stage that we, we, we had that, that, that whipping, right? And the part about that was so crazy that the environment was a great environment, great Christian environment. Uh, oldest daughter, I mean, daughter, uh, Johnny took piano lessons, you know what I mean? Had the piano in the front room, hardwood floors. I mean, we got to, we got to do the Johnson Pace Wax on the floors on Saturday mornings. Oh my God. It was crazy, you know? And, um, so now after the whoopings, I mean, I mean, you know, we, we, we got this, we got the family hour, we got the family time uh, where everybody sits down, you know, to watch the uh, the cool stuff, the uh, uh, Lawrence Welk, Champagne Bubbles, you know, Mom's Mabley, I think Mom's Mabley was cracking and stuff uh, 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 back then, kind of sort of, uh, uh, Amos and Andy. Uh, let's see Walt Disney every Sunday the wonderful world of color Bambi my friend Flicker Lassie all of them right and so we got this situation where you know when you're when you're like the other kid, you know, you're the extra kid, you don't think about being the extra kid as the extra kid, but everybody else lets you know you're the extra kid, right? So you had a situation where, okay, so so so, so we doing the we we doing a cool family hour, right? And and we're watching TV and their kids boy and the girl, they're like right there with mom and dad in the uh, little area where they're close to the TV. And me, the other kid, I'm like back in the back. I'm like, like right, I'm not like right squeezed in there with them. We all in this as one uh, little happy family. No, I'm like, oh, back over in the side, right? In my little special chair, right? So I'm sitting in my little special chair. I'm watching. I got to have x-ray vision to see the TV because I'm a little bit far back. You know, I'm like in the back row. You know what I mean? In the cheap seats. So their son, he get up. He got to go to the bathroom. So he got to walk through our bedroom because their parents' bedroom, the parents' bedroom was a room addition that was added onto the house. And so you got to go from in their 
bedroom through the boys bedroom make a left down the hall and go to the bathroom another bedroom uh Chinese bedroom and into the front of the house right so i'm like right there at that corner at the boys bedroom make a left right so i'm to the right bam so i can see down to the tv that's squarely in vision but i mean it's like i'm, I'm in like one of these old uh, uh school desk chairs you know that's a little desk chair you know the old one had a little thing in the little little part where you write on and it had the little little uh, uh compartment underneath where you put your books at and everything you know so i got, so I got this kind of little retard chair right and <clears throat> this son would get up and mosey back and just as he get ready to turn the corner to make that left he give me that right crack right in the eye Bing. You know, I'm not expecting it. I'm like, you know, I'm not good to be here to be bullied and everything. Bing. I'm like, ah! He hit me. Clearly hit me. You are eating bad. Blah, 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 blah. Now, see, we always deal with Christian people. And so you think they just take him and whoop his butt. And that would be the end of that. Since they're on the real spatter rocks for the child program, a real discipline, you probably leave in church. You don't get a whooping, but that kid is punched me in the uh, eye and it's just don't do that no more, whatever. So that went on for freaking years. And then my mom would come down, like she came down like the, the first year I was, or two that I was there for Christmas and brought me some Christmas stuff. And so I seen her that first time. She was cute. She was fly and stuff, you know. And uh, and from what I can remember. And and then she came down like the next Christmas. And which was wow. It's like I right, I'm thinking this is gonna really be some really cool, really cool thing going on. You know what I mean? Cause she was in New York, New Jersey. I'm like in Alabama, but she's she's coming down like a couple of Christmases in a row, you know, to visit. And that second Christmas, I'm thinking, wow, the next Christmas is gonna probably be it. She's going, I'm gonna probably go with her or something, you know. I hadn't really thought about it that much, but now I'm thinking back. Yeah, I'm thinking, man, yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna get a chance to have more time with my mom. And then she freaking dies, man. That was fucked up. She just freaking died. Yeah, like some kind of brain aneurysm or something and stuff. And that was so freaking bad. You know, and I can remember not even really crying at a funeral because I didn't, I hadn't really, I didn't, I didn't know her as if I had met her a couple of times, but you know, she, I was thinking, man, things probably could have been so much better, but uh, cause she was in the, 
up north in the east and she, you know she was doing good you know and everything but uh, it just didn't work out so anyway so I'm like at this point she dies to go to the funeral in the old town and village and stuff back then you know you you know you had the funeral you've got the family the town cemetery and stuff, you know, so, uh, so it was, it was crazy, I can, wow, it's almost like it was yesterday. You know, it was just like a little small church, little small church. Wow, uh, so it's crazy. But anyway, so uh, so she died, and so I'm still living with my cousins, you know, and and I'm thinking, you know, they had a nice school, you know, nice school in the city. Uh, Council High School in Inslee, Alabama. And so anyway, I, I remember I had a band teacher. I'm in band and uh, my, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna be in band, I'm gonna probably, cause you know, in, in those days you gotta be in band, you gotta, being a choir, you gotta do all that old kind of cool stuff. It's just, you know, it's just school stuff. It's the way things popping like that in the South. So, so I'm in the band, and I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, I wanna play like the drums, maybe the saxophone or something. And so, my teacher, this big black guy, you know, I think, can't, can't remember, I think he had a gap in his teeth or something, you know, but, uh, like maybe he grew up sucking his thumb or some shit, you know. But but anyway, he had this he had this 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 stick. He had this thing like a uh, like a fishing rod with a cart, like a it looks like a cattail, and with a, this fishing rod stuck through this piece of cork, and he sit beside you when you're playing your music. And you miss a note, he tap you on your uh, on your thigh, he tap you on your leg with that bang. You know you got to start all over again, man. Oh man, it was cruel back in the day, man. You didn't have your 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 ability to to mess up, come up short. Nah, hell no. They was gonna put it on you. I ain't no doubt about it. I remember, man, I used to really struggle with reading. Still do. Still do to this day. I can remember we was in a little, uh, a little school room and we were reading uh, uh, Dick and Jane. Oh my God. Cease by run. See Dick and Jane and Puff and man, oh God, oh Lord. And so they got all the little kids sitting there on the little rope. 
in the classroom and there's little benches like right and all the kids side by side and they had one kid read C Puff Run or something whatever the first line was. and next kids got to read the next one oh man and the closer it get to me man I'll be sweating bullets boy I'll be sweating bullets oh man the kids gonna laugh they don't probably see Dig and change. Oh, oh my God. It was tragic, man. And so, but then at, at that point, I had already lived with three different relatives. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like nine, I'm like 10. I already lived with three different relatives. You know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus Christ. And so, so. So anyway, I'm with my uh, my cousin, and everything was kind of going cool. I mean, you know, I had all the amenities and stuff. You know, I'm thinking, man, if 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 that had worked out, it would have been it would have been really cool. But anyway, so their son used to just pick on me all the time, pick on me all the time. They wouldn't do anything about it. They wouldn't do anything about it. And so one time we're going back, we used to go and visit my grandfather every. Uh, week or a couple weeks and stuff you know we go down to the country and visit and they had a 57 this is like 57 58 they had this ford 57 57 ford Fairlane 500 and so ford galaxy 500 with the uh freaking continental kit on the back man this with the with the bubble plastic seat covers oh man here's Fly, it'd be purring down the highway. Anyway, so we go and stay on we visit my grandfather one time. We can I'm like I'm like twelve going on uh, thirteen. I was gonna be thirteen that October. And this is in the summer. And so we're down visiting and I just tell him point blank. I said, you know what? Because one of the things that was so crazy growing up is that no relatives ever said, came to me and said, you know what, Mike, this is what we think you ought to do. We, we're going to do this right here. This is what's going to go down. You're going to go and stay with these relatives. You're going to go and stay with that relative. And they would always be like, well, Mike, you know, uh, you know, kind of like saying, you know, you've been here for a while and stuff, bro. And uh, it might be time for you to be moving on. So, uh, where would you like to go next? I'm like, what? I don't know if that's a, 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 a um, I don't know if that's a decision that I need to be making. I'm like nine. I don't know if I need to decide what's going to be the best place that I need to go, who I need to live with, what's going on. And so I got to evaluate uh, the people and, and what's the advantages and disadvantages. And okay, I'm gonna go with uh, that relative. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna stay with that one for a little while. So anyway, when it comes time that I like pretty much got fed up with with uh, John Wallace Birchfield. By then they got another daughter, Eva Jan. I don't know why they nobody down uh, back in Alabama was giving me her phone number, her contact information. She's the last of their children 
that's still uh, with us. But, but anyway, everybody else has already uh, passed on. Uh, Johnny May, Clinton, mom, dad, all they already gone and stuff. But anyway, uh, so we're going down to my grandfather, and I tell him, say, hey, look, since I always get to pick where I'm going, where I'm not going, how I'm going, when I'm going, yeah, 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 and stuff. So I'm like, well, I might as well, I might as well stay. I think I'm going to stay with my grandfather. I think I'm going to leave the hardwood floors, the running water, the nice car, all that kind of cool stuff, the piano and stuff in the front room, hardwood floors, all of that. And I'm going to go to the backwoods. I'm going to go to the country because I'm being tortured. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to go to the backwoods. And, uh, so they were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I'm like, damn. So I'm going to my grandfather now. My grandfather is, is like in one of them old shotgun houses back in the day. Got the outhouse in the back. Got the hog pen. Got the garden. Got the chicken coop. And stuff, you know, got the whole thing, you know, got snakes crawling through the yard, everything, all of the, all of the amenities of the country, right? So I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that over city life and the abuse, right? So anyway, so I'm like, I'm, my grandfather, my grandfather's cool. My grandfather's from old school, you know, out of West Virginia. And I think his folks was probably from Alabama, really, but he went to uh, West Virginia where he probably met uh, his first wife that was my uh, mother's mother and and stuff, and her sisters, Johnny Mae and uh, Clara and stuff. So, but anyway, um, Staying with him, you know, he'd been working the coal mines in West Virginia and evidently had a little moonshine running in his background. His, his, his one of his sisters, Lily, uh, was straight bootlegger, ain't no doubt, all day bootlegger. So it ain't Lily, uh, ain't Priscilla, ain't Clara. Uh, hey, Jenny, and uh, 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 hey, baby. Wow, like five sisters. And so, so all of them, all of them were cool. All of them were cool. All of them were light skinned, too. And stuff. So one of them, I ain't Chrisella, uh, my grandfather's sister. Her, one of her sons, uh, one of her sons, uh, Robert Brewster. Uh, went on to be a uh, big-time uh, concert pianist in Germany and uh, and taught uh, music in New York. And his brother's uh, kids, his brothers, uh, Amos Brewster, his brother, and one of his sons, uh, Kite, Brewster, one of my first cousins, 
is in France, fashion designer right now. K I T H E Kite Brewster. What's up, cuz? So, anyway, um, but so I decided to live my grandfather, you know, and like I'm saying, my grandfather has this. You know, I mean, real rule, carried a pistol in his in his pocket and stuff, you know, all the time, you know, walked, humped over from, from working in the coal mines and uh, uh, was, was, was just cool. I, I think that, that, that summer, that fall for Christmas, I got my first gun and stuff. I got a 22 rifle for Christmas which was like really uh, cool from coming from. So it was like starting in rural, no running water, blah, 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 moving to the city and stuff, getting kind of abused and not really having a really fun time with that. And then moving back to the country and stuff, you know, and and moving back to the country in at that time. And, you know, this is like, uh, let's see. 62, 63, this is like 62, 63, right? And uh, uh, just prior to, uh, just prior to the uh, assassinate, what's it called to get uh, assassinated? One of the Kennedys, the first one to get assassinated. But anyway, so the rural south, Oh man, with my grandfather—that's that was that was like okay, you're gonna be a man tomorrow. I don't know what you were yesterday, but tomorrow you're gonna be full grown. And so you 12 grown or 13, but you're gonna be full freaking grown because we have to haul water, we have to haul drink water, we didn't have running water, so we got to haul drink water. I mean, you know, you remember the outhouse when you was like younger, so. It ain't like the outhouse is nothing new. And so we visit the South. We have to go to the, uh, visit the uh, the country. We got to go to the outhouse. Anyway, whether you lived in the city and was coming to visit in uh, with grand folks' house, you, you got to use the outhouse and stuff, you know. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, the outhouse was scary, man. The outhouse was scary. Ain't no doubt about it, because I mean, our house is old shack, you know. You know, you've seen him in the Western movies and stuff, the little flimsy door and stuff. And he's got that bench in there with the hole cut in it. And ain't no telling, you got spiders, you got snakes, you got everything, you got predators, you got you got things that is subject to be in the outhouse, outhouse waiting on you, you know, because that's what they do. You know, spiders and snakes and scary stuff. You know, when you're a kid, everything is scary and stuff. But when you're a kid and you're in the South, nothing can be scary because you you got to be grown at any time. If there's a snake, you got to kill it. You know, you can't, you know, you can't be a spider, you got to kill it. You got to handle business. You can't flinch and stuff when you grow up in the backwoods and stuff. You know, you got to be fearless. <laughs> and back then, you know, they have kids just nuts because they talk about ghosts, hates, and all kinds of weird stuff. And they tell them these old stories and it's dark 
you know what I mean? And it's just a scary place. And and so anyway, so now, so I decided I'm gonna stay with my grandfather. We gotta carry water. And my grandfather has a son. Now my grandfather's already in his 60s and something like that, right? And he's got a son that was a twin that is two years younger than I am. And he's my uncle. So that was kind of awkward. And so, so my uncle is younger than I am. That, 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 you know, it was, it was crazy. And so Andy, Andy Jackson. And so, man, I had every kind of name growing up. I've been Michael Hinton, Michael Devers, Michael Jackson, Michael Burstfield. Man. Michael Hodge. Damn. Live with a lot of relatives. A lot of people. They're all relatives, but man, a lot of them. So anyway. My uncle, he's real sickly. He had a twin, the twin, the girl died. Some kind of complications as she got older. I forgot how old she lived. But um, I mean, you know, my grandfather just probably shouldn't been making no babies at like 60 years old or something. And his condition, you know, black lung and a bunch of more stuff. But anyway. So the boy survived. Had to drink goat's milk. Couldn't drink regular milk. <laughs> it was crazy. But anyway, we gotta cut wood, cut down trees, use an axe. Gotta use an axe, cut wood. No chainsaw. Uh-uh. We gotta use an axe. We gotta go shovel coal. I go to the coal place, put a half ton of coal on a quarter ton truck, and bring it back, unload it into a, a bin, shoveling it. So after about a couple of years, oh, I'm 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 tough as nails in the south. Going hunting, got hunting dogs, 13, 14, 15, in the woods, all day in the fall. You don't hunt, you don't eat. You don't raise them hogs, slaughter them in the fall, you don't eat. Sorry about that, I'm eating in the background. But well, we run up on 26 minutes. This is going to end uh, segment two. 
introduction introduction to the backwoods. Hauling water from a spring and it's probably still pumping water right now to this day. Right out of the ground for over, gosh, I'm almost 70, so probably 100 years at least. My story and your story can be told as well. Everybody has a story, a very interesting story that needs to be told. There will be some pain, but no pain, no gain. Can't afford a therapist. This is the best way to do it. Check out my story right here on Anchor. Go to the website, PhoenixStreetNews.com. Subscribe and hit the donate button. This is the end of part two of my story. Continue to tune in. It gets fun and crazy. My story. Michael Hinton, 1024-1950. To present. Tune in. All right, check one, two, three. <clears throat> How we doing, everybody? I am just uh, at a loss of exactly how I should start this particular episode. I'm hoping that the audio is um, is just fine. Check one, two, three. I am Michael Hinton, aka Radical Mike. This is the What's Up with Radical Mike show. And this is my story. You know, um, I've been I, I I've been tempted to do this particular um, show for a long time, and I have put it off. And and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, a local artist, MC Magic, Marco Cardenas. And and we were talking, and I brought up, and I, I went into a little conversation about my story, you know, early childhood. And he was like, oh, man, you got to tell that story. You got to tell that story. And I have attempted to tell, to have other people to record their stories, to do their stories, and have put it off and put it off and just never really gotten around to it. And this is the opportunity that I'm going to take. And go ahead and just do mine because, uh, like, like Maddie said, hey, look, anything could happen, and you could mess around and not get a chance to tell your story. So, I hope you uh, you enjoy it. And it's and it's and it's one of those kind of things. I think um, a lot of us, not a lot of us, all of us, have stories. A lot of us have. I mean, everybody's story, everybody's life story is a great story. It's their story. Nobody's story is going to be like your story. And we should 
because of the fact that we don't really have access to therapy per se and sit on the couch and go over our life with a stranger, well, we can uh, pretty much go over our life with a stranger being you, the world. And uh, so I am going to give you my story, as much of it as I can uh, remember, and try to, and try to make it as um, as interesting and entertaining as possible at the same time in the Radical Mike fashion. Uh, make sure that you all go to the website, phoenixstreetnews.com, subscribe to our website, and hit the donate button. Your donations are welcome. Especially hit the donate button if, in fact, you like the uh, the uh, video, I mean, like the uh, podcast. And, in fact, it may spur you to do your own. Because, in fact, I think that telling your story is therapeutic. Because there are some things about your life that's just been needling at you. That you're unhappy with that you're unsatisfied with, things that you want to tell people that you probably just can't just sit up and tell them probably to their face, but you can just kind of like in your diary or something, or you can just kind of say it like this. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump into this. My story, Michael Hinton, Michael Earl Hinton, born October 24th, 1950, Newark, New Jersey, to a Ruthie Mae Jackson Hinton. <coughs> Sorry about that. All right. Ruthie Mae Jackson Hinton in 1950. And her father, my grandfather, John Ayers, <coughs> was instructed by her after I was about uh, nine months old <coughs> to come to West to come to Newark, New Jersey, from Alabama, and pick me up and uh, take me back to Alabama. And there I would remain for the rest of my entire life. All right. So as it turned out, my grandfather goes to Newark, gets me as a uh, 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 infant, I was like nine months old, and brings me back to Alabama, of where I uh, lived with his sister, uh, uh, Jenny Devers. Jenny Devers was married to... <clears throat> West Devers. West Devers was a uh, minister in a little town there where they lived, Village Springs, Alabama, right outside of Pinson, Alabama. And it was so um, unique is that with my, um, I used to call her Mud Jenny. <clears throat> Jenny Devers, and she lived in a little house and stuff there, in a little house 
didn't have uh, uh, running water, didn't have an inside uh, restroom, didn't have an inside house. We had a, we had outhouse, and you know this is in the fifties. I was born in nineteen fifty and stuff, and uh, living in uh, rural uh, Alabama, and man, growing up, oh my God. Um, uh, because my mother was, uh, gosh, in uh, Newark, uh, New Jersey, someplace, and uh, not sure exactly what she did. Her, she did something in TVs or in uh, factory or something somewhere in in uh, New uh, in Newark. But she was from <clears throat> West Virginia, from the back, from the from the coal mines of West Virginia, and. Um, my grandfather, where my grandfather was from, my grandfather worked in the uh, in the uh, coal mines of uh, West Virginia. Had his black lung, and and uh, my grandfather was. I, I think my my grandfather did a little moonshine in uh, in West Virginia, as well as one of his other sisters, Lily. <clears throat> Ain't Lily, boy, 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 boy. Ain't Lily was a bootlegger, boy. She didn't play. Was one of the first, as far as all recollections are concerned, woman around town that wore pants all the time. Where never wore a dress, always was a little uh, odd and carried a pistol. Ain't Lily was not playing. So anyway, we're, I'm living in... Um, in uh, Alabama with my uh, grandfather's sister, Jenny Devers. And, gosh, I try to think of some of the things that that happened between the time that I was like uh, five, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, I remember when I was about... Um, I guess in the five, six, seven year race, used to play. Uh, uh, used to play doctor with one of my uh, with my one of my cousins, Birchfield. Uh, uh, um, what was her name? Johnny May and stuff. You know, so we've always played doctor and stuff. You know. And uh, <clears throat> I remember one time, probably like probably the first uh, really tragic uh, incident was my uh, my aunt, my great aunt, her husband, Wes Devers, was a uh, minister. And guys, I can't I can't uh, can't remember. Probably when when I was uh, when I was six or seven, he had to have been in his 50s or something, you know, at that time. So anyway, we used to, we had a hammock out in, out on the property, out in the front of the uh, property uh, by the, by the uh, main, main highway came right through the uh, center of the uh, town, Village, Village Springs, <clears throat> known for all of its springs. And stuff uh, around the uh, around that part of the uh, around that part of the, the state, 
And um, so uh, I, I I would be out in the uh, hammock. We had a hammock out in the front in the front area, and I would be out in the hammock with uh, with uh, Wes with, with Mr. Wes. There was uh, like I said, it was my uh, uh, so I would say Uncle Wes, my. Uh, great aunt's husband, and on this particular day, I'm in the hammock, <clears throat> and I told him, I think I told him, I was going to get out of the hammock and and go, and I don't know, go back to, go to the house or, or, or something and go to the restroom or, you know, go not restroom, go to the outhouse or whatever. And I, I don't remember exactly what the communication was at the time, but I was on one side of the hammock. He was on the other side of the hammock. And and when and I guess with the both of us in the hammock, the hammock was kind of balanced. But when I got out of the hammock, the hammock rolled. And as it rolled, he rolled out of the hammock and, and fell out of the hammock, hit the uh, ground, and hit his head on a rock and died right there. It was a, it was the first really tragic, <clears throat> really tragic, tragic thing that happened. I never told anybody exactly what happened other than he fell out of the hammock. I didn't say that, you know, I got out of the hammock and then the hammock moved and, and he fell out of the hammock and everything and they, they call it paramedics and all this stuff he, he died he died right there I was <clears throat> I was really really that, that really shook me for a long time and so I felt I felt responsible I never had to tell anybody and stuff what uh what happened I just I just kept it to myself so anyway, so then that was the end of it. So so he died, so, and and so that left my uh, his wife, uh, uh, called her Mud Jenny, and <clears throat> and at the time I'm trying to think uh, how this all went because from from there uh, she had my. Uh, 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 Jenny, she had a uh, a son. She had like two sons, I think. One of her sons had gotten killed flying a kite, and with some kind of wire or something, and it got on the uh, electric wires or something and electrocuted him. <clears throat> but and so she had another uh, son, and he was a uh, retired Navy. And everything, John Wallace Birchfield. Oh my God! So uh, and and she had and and he would always come uh, to village and visit on the uh, weekends or uh, twice a month or something. Would come and visit and stuff, especially holidays and all that kind of stuff. More days goes to the graveyard, all this kind of cool thing. And, <clears throat> Oh, I remember when I was a uh, uh, a little kid living with uh, with uh, Mud Jenny. There was a another old guy or something that lived 
uh, with us or something, and and he had a glass eye, and I never forget one time I was in the you know because we had to wash up in like a little wash pan or something you know we had no no face basin or no, no sink or no stuff like that you know so we got a little pan uh, that you got to wash up in wash your face and hands in and stuff. And so I'm standing there one day, one morning, I'm watching this old guy, and he's uh, washing his face and hands, and he pops out his freaking eye. Pops out his freaking eye, and he's rinsing out the eye socket or something, some kind of way, and so it was the weirdest freaking thing. He popped the eye back in, you know, and he kind of looked at you like kind of weird. I'm like, dude, that was kind of scary. That's one of those kind of things when you're a little kid, you don't sleep well after you see some stuff like that. You know, and then my, my aunt, she used to make these quilts. She had this thing on this on this on these legs, and you'd be up under it, and you you'd quilt, make these big heavy quilts, because you know we didn't have we didn't have like heat and stuff other than uh, like a wood burning uh, stove, and or or like a little gas propane uh, stove or uh, heater, and man, that wouldn't be doing nothing. So you had to have one of these quilts that they made back in the day. And these quilts probably weighed like 30, 40 pounds. It's crazy. And anyway, one of the, one of the other things that happened, other than watching and seeing the old, old guy with the glass eye, I messed around and almost cut. I still have the, I have the scar right now. I almost cut the tip of my freaking finger off in one of those old doors that had the skeleton keys. And stuff, you know, and slam my finger in that door and almost cut my freaking finger. I don't know how they fix it, but it's still barely there now. After all these years. But anyway, um, my uh, Aunt Jenny, her son, she told her son, that if anything happened to her, blah, 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 which it probably would. I mean, you know, she was elderly. Uh, when she died, that he would uh, keep me, but he would take care of me, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, you know, and I, and I, I hadn't hadn't ever met my mom up, to, up until that point. <clears throat> I'm like uh, seven or eight, seven and stuff. And then she dies and... Sure enough, I I moved from the uh, from the uh, backwoods of of Village Springs to Inslee. Oh my God, Avenue V, Inslee, Alabama. Right, so I'm in Inslee with them, and they got all of the cool stuff. Brand new car, hardwood floors, piano in the front room. Oh man, manicured lawn, all of the cool stuff. Right. <clears throat> really uh, strict religious uh, family, you know, go to church, stay in church all day and stuff, you know. And so I'm living with them. <clears throat> and then this is when I met my mother for the first time. Uh, I guess I probably was about, I think she must have come down when uh, right after Jenny, uh passed and stuff, you know, uh, which was her father's sister, was her aunt, and um, she would, and so she came down, so I, I met her like two Christmases 
in a row. And and then she died. She had a, uh, I don't know what's wrong or what happened. She had a, uh, her uh, had a uh, uh, aneurysm or or something. You know, people back in the days, they didn't tell you about nothing. You don't know what happened about nothing. So anyway, so she died. <clears throat> I had seen her like twice. I never met my father, never knew anything about uh, him. Didn't know her long enough. I didn't know her, saw her a couple times. And... And so I'm still living with my uh, with my cousins there in the big city, and and their son, oh my God, Clinton Birchfield, oh my God, Clinton and Johnny May. <clears throat> His sister was like 11 months younger than me, so for a little while we were the same age, and then I would turn the next age, and her brother was a year uh, was a year older than us. Uh, than me and he would like i mean torture me he had a had a had a had a deal of where he would always when we were having our sunday after church after you know it's like after church and after the church whooping because if you fell asleep in church you were guaranteed to get a pull your pants down whooping after church or whenever you got back home from church, which would be like hours and hours and like days later and stuff. But the thing about it is, is that we'd be in church, sitting there in church, my his son and myself, and he had this designated area, right? In the uh in the balcony of the Baptist church in uh uh downtown uh is like in Birmingham or Inslee. And and he sang in the choir. John sang in the uh, sang in the choir, and he had us sitting in a in an area where he could see us from the choir area. And we doze off. I mean, he had like an eagle eye, eagle vision, or something, binoculars or something. And and he would spot that we were dozing, right? And he would leave the choir. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our friends and grieving. And in the middle of the song, right? <clears throat> you ain't thinking he leaving in the middle of the song. Anytime you take a little light nap, he leaving in the middle of the song. Come up the steps, about to tap you on the shoulder and say, I'll see you. When you get home. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was the worst words you could ever hear. I want to see you when you get home. And you know him right then at that point. It's going to be tragic. It's like right then. If it had been nowadays, it would have been like child abuse. You could have just dialed 911 then. But we had a party line. It would have been all you'd have been doing all you could do to try to dial 911. Then they didn't even have 911. So, so at the end of the day, you was promised a whooping with your pants pulled down on your naked, 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 naked. With a switch that you had to go get. Not a switch that they wouldn't got, because no, 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 no. They, they, the, they the parents, they don't have to do that. They don't have to go and get the weapon of mass destruction. 
you have to go and get the switch that's going to do your own demise and pick a switch that is going to do everything but kill you, but get the job done and not break, tear, rip, or come apart. Because you got to braid it, right? So anyway, so you go out, get the switch, and you know you you looking on the tree, you try to decide which switch you're gonna get. It's gonna be the switch that's gonna beat you down with, right? Like, wow, okay, get that one. That looks like a good one. Peel it off, get the leaves off of it. Braid it up. See, everybody gotta know how to braid. When you in the country back in the day, because at some point in time, you're going to have to go and get a switch and you're going to have to braid the limbs up. And you better know how to braid the limbs up and braid them up right. And they better not come apart. So, so you got the braiding process down. You go out, you get a switch. So I go out, I get a switch. I bring it back. You know, you got to do the, you know, you got... You got formalities that you go through with this. You go out, you get the switch, you bring the switch in, and you lay put the switch in a certain area, right? You know, beside the door or whatever. And then the process is you pull your pants down, pull your little drawers down, your little fruit on the looms, and lay across the bed. So mind you, I'm like eight, nine. And so you're laying there on the bed with your pants down, little butt in the air. And all of a sudden, you hear those footsteps. And they're getting louder. And they're getting louder. They're getting louder. You know, they're getting closer. And you are sweating bullets right now at this point. And then is that pause. It's that little pause. And you know when you get to when there's that pause right there, you know that they're picking up the switch. They're examining the switch, seeing whether or not the switch is going to be adequate to tear your buns apart. Sometimes you might hear the... Looks like it's gonna cut through the wind pretty good. And then you hear this the more steps. And you're thinking at this point, oh my God, they're here. And then the words come. Didn't I tell you not to fall asleep in church? And you're thinking to yourself, but church is boring, and I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I should have been sleeping. I don't know. I don't want to hear it. Stop crying. I'm gonna get you. With you you going through it, right? Don't cry. 
I'm going to give you something to cry for. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you already did. I was terrified just from hearing you walking down this, this, the hallway. I was already terrified. I was already crying. I was already like, sorry, I fell asleep in church. I don't know what I was going to do. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I came over. I tried to get Jesus to help me. He said, wouldn't nobody help me? Jesus wouldn't help me. Wouldn't nobody come Mary or none of them Joseph? None of them would help keep me awake. So I fell asleep. And I got a woman. And man, I'm like, oh, wow. So right now, I'm, I'm coming up on 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm coming up 30 minutes of the show, and, uh, uh, and, and we're going to have to continue because the show gets better and stuff. It's my story. It's Michael Hen, a.k.a. Radical Mike. What's up with Radical Mike's show? It's my story. October 24th, 1950. It's when I came into the program. Tune in for uh, part two of this series of my story, which, like I said, this part ends at the uh, uh, at the naked whooping. Uh, I'm going to try to remember that when I start up again that um, this, this will be taking up from the, uh, uh, the whipping and going right into after all of that, we've got Family Hour with Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. Not to mention that we had to do damn Lawrence Welk with the Champagne Bubbles. Oh my God. I'm like, man, where is Gunsmoke? I mean, you know, and Lassie. Oh my God. This this is crazy right now. So, you know, we have to watch all of that. And uh, but I mean, you know, it was uh it was cool. So when when I go into the next uh, episode. Uh, of my story from the naked whooping. Check one, two, check three. All right, how is everybody doing? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, baby. You've sure been good to me. Left all these damn presents underneath the Christmas tree. Ain't no doubt about it. What is up? I sure appreciate everything. Appreciate being here for you on this Christmas. Christmas morning. All right, so let's get this show on the way. This is a salute to ADOS. This is a Merry Christmas, ADOS. This is a salute to ADOS. It is, for lack of a better term, 
or a better title, a message to ADOS. And I might as well title it that. A message to ADOS. American descendants of slavery. We here. I want to say Merry Christmas to you all, to the ADOS family. <laughs> I want to tell y'all something that's like really funny. I um, where 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 was where was what was I listening to? I was listening to Tali Kali on the LAD. What would that be? Valid, right? Valid TV. <clears throat> and evidently, this is a this is a white guy. That is the interviewer. And apparently, he is giving a lot of attention to black people in positions are either in positions or that are involved in controversy. I'll put it like that. That are involved in controversy and controversy that involves black and ADOS politics. Now, I don't understand how these people get in these spaces in the first place. But and how our people are so quick in looking for a platform to further spread <laughs> their discontent. <laughs> to spread their discontent with the success of ADOS. All right, so check this out. I am Radical Mike, Radical Mike, and this is a What's Up with Radical Mike show. What's Up is an acronym for With History, America's True Self Unfolds Painfully. Please go to the website, phoenixstreetnews.com, and hit the donate button while you're there. phoenixstreetnews.com is Phoenix fastest growing entertainment directory that caters to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, and other entertainment venues and provides quality digital advertising for small business. And we can do that same thing for you no matter where you are in the digital world. That's right. Because there is access to you as long as somebody has got your URL, has got your email, that's got your digital connection. 
What's up with Radical Mike Show? What's up is an acronym for With History, America's True Self Unfolds Painfully. And all I do is dig into the depth of the bullshit that has been going on in America forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Peel back the scab, the veneer, like, oh, look at that. That ain't even healed yet. Oh, we might need to address that. That's right. All right, so <laughs> ADOS people, ADOS, we love you. And I think one of the things about ADOS is that we have raised such a stir that everybody, I mean, I guess, I guess for all practical purposes, you could call them on the left and the right as far as the black community is concerned. The conservative black community and the left extreme black community that just don't know what to do. Because they felt like they had this space locked down about what black politics really meant and where black people are going. And now all of a sudden, they are met with an uh, immovable force. ADOS, we are here. Tell them tone. Tell them you vet. Tell them what's really going down because I don't think they hear you. You know, I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out... Um, uh, Talib and his rant. Oh my God, they pushing the mega hat. Oh, she had on the mega hat. ADOS is separative. They're out to separate the black community. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, man separate the black community. Now to separate the black community would mean that the black community had some unity. So you can't separate the black community. The black community doesn't have unity to be separated. The black people are not one to be separated. As uh, Kanye mentioned in his uh, uh, interview, on the uh, Jesus is King uh, CD that's coming out and his Jesus is King and his whole Jesus program is, was that black people are orphans. That black people are a bunch of orphans, which is damn close to being really, really true. That's right. Being orphans, black people being orphans is a great analogy and analysis of who, what, and where black people are. Orphans, that's right. Orphans from who? Orphans from your step-parents, the white people. That's right. That brought you here, nurtured you, half-assed, trained you. It's like having a child and not paying them any attention and letting them just grow up to be whatever. And then when they grow up to be whatever, you stand back and say, Ugh, how you get to be like that? 
What? All right, cool. All right. So Mr. Charlie left his orphans to fend for themselves, like all orphans. Once you come of age, ain't nobody trying to fuck with you for real. You're an orphan. So now to say that ADOS is being divisive, divisive in the black community because we are saying that we are saying that black people are in fact different. ADOS is different. American descendants of slavery is different. American descendants of slavery is its own tribe and its own identity. And if you think it ain't, then check your DNA. And this is my analogy, and I I haven't I haven't checked a lot of of ADOS DNA, but what I tell you is this: if you check your DNA and you ADOS, what are you gonna find? You're gonna find that you got about five different African tribes in your DNA all up and down the west coast of Africa from Nigeria to Ghana. You're going to find that your DNA not only has about four or five different African tribes in your DNA, it also has a Caucasian or two in your DNA. Some Western European in your DNA. And not only is it going to have a European in your DNA, it might even have a Native American in your DNA. As Tone would say, let's talk about it. So let me tell you, ADOS from DNA to experience is different. Those of you that decide that you don't want to claim your identity that don't want to identify with ADOS that for some particular reason, genetically, you can't identify with ADOS. And y'all need to get the terminology correct. ADOS. I've heard all kinds of ADOS. A what? ADOS. ADOS, get it right. Stop playing. Y'all act like y'all ain't paying attention. You don't have to do anything but listen and then repeat. American descendants of slavery, the institution. Don't get it twisted. Our DNA identifies who we are. You don't have you can say whatever you want. And all of you brothers that are here that are immigrants, and that, that, and that was another thing. Oh, they anti-immigration. They must be a Trump supporter. No, 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 no. We ate our supporters. And immigration is not in our best interest. You need to check the data. See, that's what y'all's problem is. See, a lot of y'all on y'all play fake-ass activist shit trying to stay in the limelight. 
will say anything, anything will lie anywhere. Because the problem is like, okay, all right. If some, if someone, for instance, actually thinks and believes that ADOS, ADOS, is a supporter of white supremacy and that we are, <laughs> I think like I heard uh, 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 Talib say, uh, they are trying to divide the Democratic Party so that Donald Trump can be reelected. Let me tell y'all something. For one, whether Donald Trump gets reelected or not, ain't gonna have nothing to do with the plight of black people, ADOS in America, period. The deal is, is that black people vote overwhelmingly, like 80 some percent for the Democratic Party. Now one minute, one minute, black agitators, agents of chaos, will be speaking that what ADOS is doing again is separating the Democratic vote. Now, when we already vote 88% and a lot of black people are telling us, I don't know why y'all still Democrats. Y'all need to be Republicans like Kanye. What has the uh, Democrats been doing for you? All right, well, hell, that right there is, uh, 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 is separating the Democratic, the black vote right there, trying to get some, trying to get some black people to leave the Democratic Party and go over to the Republican Party. How separative is that? Oh, but you don't see that because that, that fulfills your particular obligation and your particular narrative. You're not separating the black party, the, the, the black, uh, voting populace. ADOS is separating them though, because what we're saying is, wait a minute. If you are a democratic candidate running for the top of the ticket, the presidency, and you don't have a, you don't have a ADOS agenda. You don't have a set of programs that's going to lead us towards that reparation check and its generational benefits. Then I'm not concerned about you getting to the White House or not. I'm not concerned about whoever's in the White House, actually, because from Obama, from Clinton, all the way to this retard, Trump, the liar, the traitor, colluder, 
haven't seen any progress in the black community. I haven't seen anything that one or the other has done for the black community. Ooh, wow, why? Oh, that's right. Why? Because you don't have any leadership. Because you as black people, you don't have any leadership. You don't have anybody that's putting a set of demands on the Democratic Party. And then you say the Democratic Party hasn't done anything for you. Oh, no, the Democratic Party hasn't done anything for you because you haven't specifically asked the Democratic Party for anything. But all that's going to change. That's why ADOS is here, and that's what we do. Now, for all of the other naysayers about ADOS, show us what you're doing. Show us what you're doing. Because a lot of y'all got a lot of talk about what, uh, uh, what we're doing what we're not doing, who we are, what we represent. I need to know what you are and what you represent and what your objective is. What's your objective? I know what the objective of ADOS is. Yeah, y'all don't even know. But it's a new day now. 2020 is going to be different. 2020 ADOS conference will be slamming. ADOS is picking up major traction operation takeover in in full effect ADOS agenda is okay we need you we need the people understand what your identity is don't listen to these retards and they whole thing was all oh, they talking about uh, 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 um, uh, uh, they angry. They are uh, they are uh, divisive, and I've been threatened. Oh my God! Now, no ADOS person has threatened physical harm and and the deal is is that uh uh to leave this brother oh this brother lies well this brother is almost like a trumper you know this brother lies well this brother uh um you know how you have in politics like talking points you know it's the mega hat uh, what was the other organization uh, that he accused PFIR? Some other organization uh, that is a uh, white supremacist somewhat organization. But at the end of the day, ADOS is who ADOS is. ADOS is who you are. ADOS is real black men and women striving for reparation. As a matter of fact, Khalid even mentioned uh, they're against HR 40. We sure are. HR 40 is a study about reparation. We don't need a study about reparation. We got plenty of studies about reparation. We know exactly what happened, how long it happened what the impact was, Jim Crow, convict leasing, mass incarceration, redlining, 
substandard education. And you got to understand that education in America ain't all of that anyway. America is like ranked, I don't know, 10, 11, 14 something in the world in education. So white people in America are not even well educated. So you know our education and in, in where we're at, oh, it's suspect. And let's talk about that for a second. People talk about education in America like they don't understand how it was created. Oh, here we go then. Let me give y'all a let me give y'all a rundown. I, I see what it is in America and stuff. 90% of people in America are stupid. That's what it is. So let me give you a rundown on how public education got started. The guts of public education, how public education is what it is, and how it is meant, it is built to fail. Public education, prior to public education, the scattered Americans were educated primarily by the church. The Catholic church was like set up. You know what I mean? You join the Catholic church, we educate your kid. We cool. We gaining. We growing. We'll educate your kid. All right, but the country is growing and the church, everybody ain't trying to be in the church. We got over here for uh, religious uh, 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 freedom and and, you know, we don't need to be a Catholic or a Protestant or a Presbyterian and everything. We can be whatever you want to do in our religious practices. So so a lot of churches, you know, everybody ain't educating uh, the people. So we got a lot of dumb peoples. We got a little house on the prairie. All right, so the question comes up about public education. And I can't remember whether or not it was Jefferson Davis or one of the... Uh, great southern Dixocratic politicians that came up with the Declaration for Public Education. And he stated in his declaration that if public, public, mind you, tax dollars were to be used to fund public education, there had to be a built-in disparity between the quality of education that rich whites received versus that of poor whites. Black people at the time of the creation of public education were still shackled, and it was not allowed. It was against the law to educate a black person under any circumstances. So we're only talking about white people about white people. One white meat against the other white meat. And Jefferson Davis, one of these damn white-ass aristocratic individuals, uppity-ass blue bloods, said in a declaration, as long as there is a built-in disparity between the quality of education that rich white people receive versus poor White people, it's, we can go. We can go with a public education system that is funded with taxpayers, the citizens' dollars. But it's not going to be fair and equitable. So how are they going to do that? How, in fact, are they 
going to rig the public education system right in front of your face. Ah, you just don't know how shrewd white folks is. So what do they do? How do we rig the public education system right in front of your face and you don't even recognize it? Okay, what we do is we divide the, the, the metropolis into districts, into school districts. And those school districts are funded by property taxes. So the higher the property value in the school district, the more funds go to the school. The depressed, poverty-stricken, low-income districts where the property value is low gets hardly no funds for education. Built-in disparity right in your face. Been going on since the creation of public education. Meant and designed so that there would be leaders and followers. There would be poor and there would be rich. There would be the worker and there would be the boss. There would be the elite that always would be in charge. And the poor Americans, which evidently were less Americans than rich Americans, white Americans, Rig the system against themselves. Because, if, you know, they figure we got to have a lower class. We got to have a less educated class because what separates me, the plantation owner, from the sharecropper that's white like me? Education. Education and lineage. Is the only thing that separates you from him. You're going to hand down wealth and he ain't going to hand down shit. <laughs> America. America for spacious skies. For amber ways of grain. For purple mountains, majesty above the fruit head plain, America, America, God set His grace on thee and crown thy good. With brotherhood, <laughs> fat chance of that, from sea to shining sea. <laughs> what a bunch of lies. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
so the system is built for there to be some better Americans than the other Americans, white Americans better than the other white meat. And over the years, when you've got this trailer trash ass white people and these Tesla driving white people, One group of these crackers is on the left, is Democrats. One group of these white people is on the right, is the Republicans. Now, we as black people caught in the middle of these retards, shuffling money back and forth between themselves, Shuffling the money that we generated for their ass with them free labor. They wouldn't even have cash to be shuffling back and forth between each other if it wasn't for the work we put in. So now moving forward, understanding that we have enemies, but we gonna make some allies because we got our foot to the flow. We got the pedal to the metal and we smashing toward reparation. We ain't playing. And yes, reparation means some separation. That's right. Cause all y'all folks that's black ain't about ADOS business. And stop crying about you might not get a check. Being an ally means you got Access to the check, fool. Quit being so selfish. Like a slave. Playing games. Yeah, let us get our money. And, and you need to try to figure out how you can be on our side as we get it. And as we redistributed throughout our community. You in the community, right? If you in the community, you're going to have access to reparation as ADOS gets it. Get down, man. Quit playing. Quit playing. Quit being an agent of chaos. You can't fight City Hall. <laughs> you can't fight progress. When you became black, when Jane Brown told you, say it loud, you was black and you proud. Oh, my God. You was jumping up and down. Oh, yeah, I'm black now. I was black. I was black. But you was a Negro. You was an Afro-American. You was an African-American. You was a lot of other things. You was colored before you got to be black. And you settle in at being black, didn't even know what black land was or nothing. You just sucked in the black just like that. Yeah, I'm black. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Then you got to be a person of color, watered down for real. I don't know what the hell a person of color even is. Andrew Yang, the Democratic candidate said he was the only person of color left on the Democratic ticket for president. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. 
You a person of color now. Your ass is Japanese. You are not a person of color. You're Japanese. You're Japanese immigrant American. That's what you are. But you trying to be like me. I'll get out of here, man. Come on. That's because who I am is too convoluted. Who I am is too damn watered down. Don't nobody know what you are, man. Who are you, man? I'm black. I'm a person of color. I'm, I'm colored. I'm, I'm, I'm a Negro. I'm Negroid. I'm red, black, and green. I'm Pan-African. I'm like, dude. Whoa. You need to focus, bro. You need to focus. ADOS is who you are. And the fact that everybody, anybody can't be ADOS is the reason why Jokers is mad. Oh, y'all want to try to be a tribe. Y'all want to try to be selfish. Y'all want to try to be y'all own people. Duh. <laughs> y'all so silly. Y'all don't know how silly y'all sound. Y'all don't know how ridiculous y'all sound with that narrative. But we're not playing. We're here now. We're here now. New sheriff in town is going down. Okay, so now what was I going to do? Uh, uh, social media to devise family. Uh, uh, con game by Jesus. Jesus King. Okay, level that he operates on. Oh, you know what? I listened to the um, uh, Kanye interview too. And I, I think it. a lot of times I... I have been of the mindset that, you know, I know every damn thing, right? And I don't need to listen to these people because these people, man, what they're talking about ain't about nothing. And then I decided, well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because, you know, I'll never take a whole lot of notes and everything and I always have the, uh, the facts. I got the conversation. You don't want me to have all of the facts, really. You don't want me to have all the facts. You don't want me to have all the data. Without, I mean, I'm pretty much really extremely dangerous with the conversation anyway with a limited amount of information based on how I feel and how real the subject matter is. Because if it's about truth, I'm good. If it's about truth, I'm good. I do truth better than anybody. And with data, oh, I'm too dangerous. I'm like uh, uh, Perry Mason. So, as we move or bring y'all up to speed, some current you can probably look at. I'm like Johnny Cochran when it comes to this conversation, right? I'll slice and dice. I'll slice and dice you up in seconds. And especially when you're talking about our future. Now, you're talking about what should concern black people, ADOS, American descendants of slavery. Go to the website, phoenixstreetnews.com. Check me out. Our website, go to ados101.com. Get the reparation program. All right, so <clears throat> at this point, the ADOS movement, the ADOS movement, is is solid you know what i mean we're not we're not really concerned about what the general public 
feels and how they feel. Oh, speaking of the uh, um, of Trump being reelected, um, <clears throat> what 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 these crazy people are trying to say is, is that for black people, it is better for you to get a Democrat, regardless of what their platform is, than to get four more years of Donald Trump. Well, the deal is, if white America don't want four more years of Donald Trump, his corruption, and, and, and outside enemy forces working in collusion in the country with the traitor as president, then white people won't damn reelect him. Then white people won't reelect him. That's simple as that. I mean, you know, this is between white people and stuff. It's whether or not they want a Donald Trump or not. What black people, what ADOS wants is reparation. They can have whichever president they want. We voting down ticket. We voting down ballot. ADOS. If there is no platform, if there is, if the Democratic candidates, whether it is Buttigieg, Yang, Warren, Biden, or Sanders, if none of them have a plan for reparations, which will include a down payment on what the final numbers are going to be and how long it's going to take it to be paid out. How many generations going to get to check and the other benefits. And a lot of them are laid out. ADOS101.com, ADOS101.com. Go to the website. Don't be stupid. Can I say that? Yeah, I said that. Don't be stupid. That's why we got the world, 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 world wide web so you can get informed in seconds, in an instant, in a keystroke. All right, so check this out. At this point, <clears throat> we are we are not looking to fit in to others' narratives. We're not looking to fit in to Dr. Boris Watkins. And he used to be the financial guy. He used to be the financial uh, 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 building wealth. And now all of a sudden he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, um, uh, social activists or activists of some kind. I thought you was had a um, financial boot camp and and some some other things about getting money. And all of a sudden you are you are out here um, talking about Lizzo and talking about Ados and what we doing and all, oh, dude, bro. Come on, that's not that's not you. 
I thought you went to the universities and you got the degrees in finance. You need to stay in your lane. Get on that finance program. Try to work that out. But on this black politics, no, no, bro. No, no, no. And um, Talib, slide, man. Go on the slide. And look, Kanye, you know, I checked you out. Now, let's 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 be real. Let's be real here. When it talk when it when it when it comes to religion, let's be real. Okay, we here at Christmas, birth of Jesus, right? All right, so let's take into consideration what was one of the uh, one of the things they mentioned in their conversation about the third century. Which is very important. The third century the third century, three hundred years after the so called birth of Jesus at the Council of Nicaea. The Jesus character is put into the Bible. Now, one of the things, I'm sorry. I'm snacking on some wrap snacks, wavy, Migos. Barbecuing with my honey with a dab of ranch. For real though, I could have bought Lay's. I generally do. Or whatever, doing scale down, cheap chip. I can buy, but I'm like, why in the hell should I buy Lay's Frito Lay? Uh, uh, Doritos or some shit when it's some black chips on the shelf. Huh? You're going to eat chips. They are just potato chips. Fake food. Play food. Synthetic food. Some food that people make in the laboratory. So what difference does it make? Why would you? And say it makes a difference. That wouldn't have been that wouldn't have worked out right in that conversation. Because it does make a difference. So why would you pay a little bit more? I think sometimes you can I think the uh the Lay's potato chip same size bag is more expensive. So, if you're going to get a burger or something, you might as well have some wrap snacks. Y'all talking about y'all all in the wrap and everything, into the culture, and people, oh my God. That was one of the things that Kanye brought up. Kanye said, you are cultureless. He said, culture... <clears throat> He said, culture 
You said one minute you got you got skinny, skinny jeans on. You had that's culture. You had uh baggy clothes on, shoplifting clothes. Yeah, that was culture. Uh you wearing capris, wearing feminine stuff, that's culture. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. He said, that culture changes. He said, so culture ain't something specific because your culture keeps changing. I'm like, damn, fool, that's styles. Styles change. That ain't got nothing to do with culture. But you was right about us being orphans. And kind of sort of right about black people not really having no culture. Because, see, so, culture is something that you follow and pass down through generations. A way of doing things. Like, say, for instance, if with, with what Kanye is doing with the church, <clears throat> black people had in their culture from the slave and southern country practice of taking the ass to church because the church was the one place where you could get a chance to talk freely and get a little business done without the slave master, like, what you talking about, Willis? Being all over your shoulder and all in your business because you ain't supposed to be talking and you ain't supposed to be sounding like you're real educated. So you could be in church, hallelujah, praise the Lord and everything and shouting and speaking in tongues and code and nobody knew what was going on. And that was what was supposed to be happening. The church is supposed to be the center of the community that is going to guide the community, not a part of the community that's extracting from the community with that promise of heaven and the threat of hell. That's some European thing. That's some European brainwashing. And then, you know, Kanye would throw in the Jesus and then he would talk about God. Okay, so now look, the deal is, you can talk about God without even talking about Jesus because Jesus ain't never even been there in the first place. Jesus is a way to convince you that you can't do it. That you and God ain't got no relationship when God is your creator. That created you in his own image and likeness. With all that what he possessed, how you need Jesus. And if you have, in fact, been born in sin and a sinner. What is that sin? That sin is choice. That sin is choice. And choice is what the creator gave you to separate you from animal. Gave you choice. Now you can choose to be heavenly or godly or devilish. That's the choice that was built into your DNA as a human. If that's your sin, if that's your sin, if choice is your sin, 
then your sin is being a man created by the creator in his own image and likeness that would mean that God would be a sinner in his creative process and giving you the option to sin or not. To be a to be a creator of life or destroyer of life because that's all that the power is to make life and destroy life. Make life better or make life worse. That is the choice of man. Let that be his sin. Then I'm in with choice. As the creator intended. For us to make our heaven and hell right here on this earth. Not someplace else. Our spirit lives on forever. It is eternal. So then therefore life in itself, in its existence is forever. This idea and, and, and story of death, like death is separate from life, is a problem that we need to deal with from a spiritual standpoint. But the fact of the matter is that death is a part of life and is a part of the life cycle. But life itself does not die. I had a nephew that passed away a few years ago. And lo and behold, look up. One of his nieces just had, one of his nieces just had a baby that looked just like him. He's back. His spirit is back. He lives on. We all live on through our DNA, through our lineage. And as those that say Ados is divisive, our DNA says who we are. We are different. That is for sure. Our DNA points to that. We have a different experience. Our American experience in history points to that. We have a claim against the country for its mistreatment of our people. It didn't mistreat everybody. It mistreated a certain number of people and their DNA points to who they are. So if y'all really want to get technical, then what we need to do is all have a massive DNA test. I had my DNA test just the other day. I'm 100% ADOS. Ah, ah, ah. And you're not. That's not my fault. See, all before the reparation issue came up, wasn't nobody concerned about who we were, what we were doing. We had no value. But now that we're looking at getting this reparation check, and that means some of y'all across the water are going to be chipping in too. 
Don't think that you Africans going to be left out of this reparation equation. Don't think for a second. So that might be one of the reasons why you ain't like all in. I thought you was my brother. Huh? From another mother. Huh? No, no, no. You ain't an ally. If you was an ally, you'd be like, yeah, get them brothers they reparation check. Get them brothers they reparation check right now. You gave the Jews reparation, gave the Japanese reparation, get them they check now. But y'all haters, but y'all haters. That's okay. That's okay. We move on. ADOS, move on. We are your future. We are your lineage. We are who you are. Or maybe who you're not, because everybody is not ADOS. Uh, uh, uh. Ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. That's right. That's right. That's right. It ain't my fault. That's right. That's right. Shit. Ain't nobody trying to be ADOS anyway. Ain't nobody trying to be through what we've been through. Who wants to do that? Who wants to claim that lineage? Who wants to claim that historical perspective? All right. So anyway, that's where it's going down. What's up with Radical Mike Shaw? I want to let y'all know Merry Christmas to ADOS and our future is bright. Keep focus. Keep focus. 2020 is our year. 2020 is our year. The new year is going to be great for ADOS, for our people, and for our future. It's all good. Later, later. All right, so we line up on the clock and rolling up on an hour on this broadcast. Uh, make sure y'all tune in. Uh, go to, uh, you can use our cash app for donations, dollar sign, Mike, M-I-K-E, and A-N-D, D-D-E-E, Mike and D, cash app, Mike and D. Please hit the uh, donate. Uh, button drop some cash in the cash app we surely would appreciate that as we move forward for sure so we waiting we round this out get this down and finish this hour out and one of the things reason why i end up doing this like this is because um when i'm doing this on my phone for some reason or another, I got to get more familiar with the uh, with the app. That's what's got to happen. Because, uh, but you will be able to check this out on um, all of the podcast platforms. It will also be shared on Facebook and Twitter. 
So, uh, y'all, uh, Mr. Clean is re is uh, on air right now. So, uh, we're getting ready to almost finish this show up. Uh, make sure you go to the magazine, PhoenixStreetNews.com, the Valley's fastest growing entertainment directory that caters to bars, nightclubs, restaurants, other entertainment venues, and provides quality digital advertising for small businesses just like yours. Uh, also, for event hosting and our coverage and that uh, footage from your event will be in our uh, our magazine, phoenixstreetnews.com. Uh, check it out. Look around. See what you think. See what you like. See what you don't like. Let us know. And then we'll work on that. We'll work on improving that. As always, we're here for you. We're here for the community, black media, black information. In this digital age, we need to take, uh, um, we need to utilize the technology that we have in front of us so that, so that we can keep our people informed and on point. It is, it is, it isn't necessary us to be adversarial. I understand that some of us are always going to have differences of opinion and going to have different ideas, but you know how ideas are. They're like assholes. Everybody's got one, but it doesn't mean that your asshole don't stink and stuff. So, uh, and we ain't looking for the stinky assholes. <laughs> ah, nowadays, only the best than sweetest asses get to be kissed. Ah, ah, ah. So what's up with Radical Mike Show? We out of here. Y'all know the deal. Heads up. We're running up on this hour as we count down on the countdown the seconds. And so because a lot of times what you got is just an opinion, but we're looking for great ideas, not just an idea about where we go from here as a black community. One of the things that we really need to concentrate on is education and vocational training. Vocational training is what we really need. From an education standpoint with reparation, uh, we will be able to set up businesses and hire uh, black people that are coming out of colleges and universities. Right now, white people provide uh, like 80, 90% of the employment. Shit, black people need to be uh, uh, supplying some employment.